0: This is Puck Here, New Zealand's hockey podcast, with your hosts, Logan Swinkles and Joe Jury. It's game
1: over, folks.
0: Final buzzer. Holy mother. Turkey wow. are your gold medal champions.
1: They swamped their goalie. 2-1 victory over China, who everyone thought had this tournament in the bag from day one everyone loves an underdog folks
0: welcome to park here that was the call from the gold medal match between turkey and china over the weekend at the double ihf division three under 20s tournament in dunedin and of course turkey won that um great call there from casey and matt uh from Slapshot productions i think they did a great job
1: that was uh, awesome yeah it was magnificently well done to the, to the team down there
0: they did. They did really well. I've heard a lot of good feedback. Um, I think they should be very proud. And unfortunately, the junior ice blacks they didn't do so well.
1: No, the um, they got through to the uh, the middle round and then got annihilated.
0: Yeah, yes, they did. <laughs> uh, I think that's that's it's a nice way of putting it, Joe.
1: But it was Iceland, and they're the evil people from the Mighty Ducks movies. So
0: they popped some beach balls yeah. in
1: there. Gunther.
0: <laughs> they all had their slick back hair and everything, and um, I don't know. Maybe the junior ice blacks just needed to um, tie their goalie to the goalpost or something.
1: <laughs> but it was still still good uh, <laughs> tournament for those guys. like to get into playoff for third and fourth, it's it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, good good achievement. And obviously, I mean, something like that is a good learning experience. So, I mean, despite the fact that they finished fourth, I think the guys, if you're listening, keep your heads held high. You know, there's always next year as well.
1: And how many? How many, there'd be a few returnees as well, I'm guessing. Like, that was kind of a young, young team.
0: Yeah, that was a young team. Uh, and what's what's really exciting now, uh, obviously, you see some of those guys, and you know they're going to come into the NZHL, and some of them are going to rip it up this year, I think. In particular, Taylor, Taylor Rooney, who was voted the best player on the New Zealand team by the coaches. Um, he That guy, whoo, he did well. He scored some beauties.
1: What uh, what NZ IHL team is he playing for? So
0: he's with the West Auckland Admirals. So, oh yeah. So it's uh, that's our team. Um, well, normally you know I'm I'm a Leaf supporter and you are a Duck supporter, but when it comes to the New Zealand season, I think we cheer for the same team.
1: Yeah, I'm I live out west, so I will, and I know a few of the, uh, few of the boys on the team, so. Go west, Auckland Emeralds.
0: <laughs> and uh, just just to clarify, uh, Taylor, Taylor Rooney—the reason why he got selected best player by the coaches uh, from the tournament—where well, he finished with five goals and two assists, so he was pretty good. And there was also Robin Vortanov or v- Vortanov.
1: I saw that was we, a, uh, there was a
0: bit of a debate over how to pronounce his name um, between the media team.
1: Vortanov sounds like a um, superhero kind of Vortanov. <laughs> Or well, the guy from... Um,
0: Maybe Putin calls him up when he needs him. Yeah.
1: The guy from... What is uh, Princess Bride. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that is a movie I haven't seen since uh, I was probably like 10. It is a great 10.
1: movie. Inconceivable.
0: It. I'm pretty sure that's on Netflix, actually. It is. Oh, you would know, wouldn't you? <laughs>
1: I love a bit of Netflix. I <laughs> love a bit of Netflix.
0: Now, the, the one thing that kind of annoyed me about this tournament was... It was a little bit of um, controversy...
1: It's not like they double HF to be controversial and make terrible decisions. No,
0: you think they'd follow the exact same model as the NHL, which is, you know, watertight. But the thing is, is that they tried to ban New Zealand from performing the haka
1: before the game. Now, did this story get out into mainstream media? <laughs>
0: Well, it, um, it got as mainstream as the Otago Daily Times, but right. considering the tournament it was in Dunedin, I guess that is mainstream as it gets, really.
1: Cause it, it don't seem, be,
0: don't it, believe it was on TV.
1: It does seem like one of those stories that would get like the massive punishing social media PC people just yeah. up in arms like, about, they're banning the Hawker! God,
0: <laughs> you say that any louder?
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry for the, the peeking out if you're listening to this while you're driving you and just drive off the road. <laughs> But yeah, it seems like one of those like social um, activist punishment. like. Um,
0: you think the Twitter army would be all over that? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it came out, if you didn't know the WHF, uh, they put a blanket ban on the hacker leading into the tournament. The reasoning was that it was not part of the game, which obviously I, I call bullshit on that. I mean, yeah, kind of, but it's part of our game. You know that's part of our culture and so the new zealand manager jonathan albright said he was very happy that the sports governing body changed their mind as he should be and as they should um you know they ended up doing it for turkey and then they flip-flopped again and said no that's it you're not doing it and of course the next game was against south africa who were kind of like our sporting rivals
1: there's one team you're going to do a hacker against, it would have been South Africa.
0: Absolutely. And even the South African um, team got in on the debate and said, well, no, we want to face the hacker. And so I guess the compromise was if the team says, yes, we, we're happy to face it, we want to face it, then New Zealand are allowed to perform it. Uh, but unfortunately, I think New Zealand only got to do it twice. And it was those two times, Turkey and South
1: Africa. So who, who posseed out? Was it, uh, <laughs> Bulgaria? Was,
0: yes, Bulgaria, absolutely. China and Iceland. China? Well, they all said no. Yeah. I mean, I would have thought for the novelty of it, at least, I mean, it's not something they're going to face all too often.
1: No, and it's weird. It's like, yeah, it, it really, i Does it grind your gears? No, I not <laughs> pull a family guy but Um, no, it's just, it is weird that it wasn't, um, wasn't one of those things that really kind of got bigger. Like if there was anything that was going to get ice hockey into kind of the, the, um, New Zealand media. Yeah. The, the pages of, um, housewives around Remuera, it was probably going to be that we weren't allowed to do the haka.
0: Yeah. But I mean, I guess it kind of was swept under the rug and, you know, hockey, Hockey was the main focus, but I mean, I hope we don't go through this all again in April with the with the senior tournament in Auckland.
1: Yeah. So was that a a decision for this tournament? It was. It
0: was pure. I believe was purely for this tournament. Right. So I don't know if it's a case by case basis, and then for the next tournament, um, if they're going to come out and say the same thing. And I mean, yeah, maybe because this is the junior All Blacks, Mm. but for the Ice Blacks, like that's the top tier team. Like, you know, would you would you go around to the All Blacks and say? No hacker, it's not part of the game.
1: That would be a massive, <laughs> massive shitstorm. Imagine if the um World Rugby Union or whatever. The other thing is like, why did the black caps not do a haka?
0: I don't know. Do the I mean Are they the only team that don't do it? I believe so, because you know, you have um the Black Sox, New Zealand softball team, they do it.
1: Yeah. Uh the all whites? Do the all whites do them <laughs> that's a that's a kind of a weird statement Dude, all whites do a haka
0: Yeah, plus also <laughs> a bunch of sucker guys doing the haka Yeah, that doesn't really seem that menacing
1: But yeah, imagine if it was like before a cricket game The Black Caps came out and uh, did a haka A bit weird in their like long pants and all.
0: <laughs> In the cricket whites Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know I mean, I can't really well, imagine m- Maybe Kane... it's been
1: banned Maybe it's always been banned in those sports And they've never yeah been allowed to do it
0: I mean, I know culturally it's kind of, it's been a mainly reserved for the all blacks, but it is cool when other New Zealand teams do it mm. and you know, people love it.
1: I like, one of my favorite ones is seeing the, the tall blacks. They do a mean hacker. Oh Yeah. And especially like the, leading it. Yeah, Ooh. against like the Aussies as well. It is a,
0: They'll get fired up.
1: It is a good it is a good good version.
0: But yeah, so I hope that we don't see more flip-flopping on the hucker band uh, come April, but I guess we'll find out. Um you know a whole bunch of others. You know, there's since our last podcast, a lot of shit has happened in the NHL. It's
1: like it seems like we don't record these for like two weeks, the amount of like ridiculous stuff that happens but we're here every week we're in this little uh frankenstein of a, a recording studio it's
0: my home it's my home office and last week we said we would tweet out a photo of our little setup and we completely forgot we just yep. packed down and did our we went our separate ways and you know didn't see each other again for a week but now we're back we missed each other we played a bit at nhl 17 we'll come to that in a second um and we forgot to take the photo this week we'll absolutely do it
1: yeah naturally maybe this will be one of those things that we'll say order every week and then we never will <laughs> i guess we'll find out and then we'll just get the demand of the internet coming up going send us the photo <laughs>
0: we want the photo so this week's um our game of the week for our nhl 17 challenge if you saw last week on our facebook page or you listened to last week's episode you know we did a little video um where we're we're playing the NHL 17, and we picked the Penguins versus Canadians matchup, mm-hmm. um, which the Penguins won in both in the video game and in real life. Yeah. And because I won, you put a ten dollar bet on on my behalf.
1: That's right, and, we, and it came through. It almost came through to the score.
0: It was very close. Yeah, it was. I four, think it was one goal one, one goal, goal difference. difference. Yeah. Uh, so what do we get? We got nineteen dollars back for that. Yeah. So
1: we're we're massively. Uh, in the uh, in the credit, our TAB account right now A massive $19 Huge windfall for oh, us like 20, No, $29 because I had to put 20 in to start it off with Oh, did you? Yeah, and then I bet 10 So we're, we are rolling at $29
0: So what's happening this week uh, in the NHL 17 challenge?
1: So we, we just picked, um, we just played uh, Anaheim versus Edmonton And I gave up the right to play as my Favorite team, Anaheim, to you.
0: Because you wanted to play as McDavid.
1: Yes, that's right. No, 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 of course not. It was... Uh, so it was. even out the home and away thing, but the McDavid um, bonus was was a help, I guess you could say. <laughs> not really, though. Yeah, because what happened? It was... Uh, I was winning until, what, three minutes to go in the...
0: I think it was about that, yeah. In and, the then
1: period, it- and you got a terrible penalty... Uh, like a terrible, I got a shitty you got a double, roughing call. You got a double
0: minor, but um, you managed to kill that penalty off. And then there was another penalty, in, I think, in the last minute. Yeah. And I tied it up. And then there was another penalty right near the end. I was
1: just running people over all over. You them. were Patrick Maroon. Maroon was just like, you traded me away, Anaheim. I'm going to kill you.
0: And then Adam Larson with a boarding call.
1: Yeah, he almost broke and Antoine Vermette's back. <laughs> that can't be hard. <laughs> <laughs> Antoine, uh, <laughs> Antoine Vermette with terrible hair in that game. It's like a, um, like a, the back of a dog's butt. <laughs> if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, it's, it's all woolly and shaggy, and yeah. does not look good. I think um, EA, yeah, you gotta update that shit. Same with Matt Martin. He doesn't have long hair anymore. He's beautiful, like Brad Pitt.
1: A lot of people are saying he looks like Brad Pitt.
0: Although who did you Jeff O'Neill said he looked like Guy Pierce. No, uh, no,
1: no. Jeff O'Neill said he looks like Brad Pitt. Right. Which was after my girlfriend said he looked like Brad Pitt, and then you said you saw someone say it as well. On Reddit, yeah. Uh but then she said, No, 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 it's not Brad Pitt, it's Guy Pierce. Mm, I don't buy it. No, he's much more Brad Pitt. It's than definitely Guy Brad Pierce. Pitt.
0: Sorry, Kirstie but you're wrong.
1: Yeah, she you don't know anything about hockey anymore. <laughs> you can't be coming out making these wild <laughs> accusations of <laughs> Guy Pierce versus Brad Pitt.
0: <laughs> um but yeah so with the
1: with our nhl 17 challenge this week so i lost again so i'm gonna be bidding yeah
0: i'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell the story here sorry sure um we went to overtime and i thought great great this is uh you know we're gonna have three on three which is probably the, one of the greatest things to happen in hockey in a long time so exciting and of course neither of us scored and so it went to the freaking shootout which went on forever and ever and ever and it came down to was it andrew cogliano with the Mm. winner yep yeah wasn't even a fancy move i just kind of skated around you and boom there goes the game winner and i won 3-2 in the shootout and you'd think yeah i'm really excited about that but now joe loses two weeks in a row he's gonna Mm. put another ten dollars on um but this time he's betting for his team which is yes
1: it's a good bit of happiness insurance i guess you could say yeah but i can put it on because i lost now we could win
0: but I don't know about you, but, and I, I know we're probably echoing a lot of people here, but I'm, I'm kind of over the shootout.
1: I was over the shootout. Um, when it started.
0: <laughs> when, it, did, when did it come in during the last, not the last lockout, but the, the was, previous one?
1: Yeah. The O five O six season. So when they came back from the, the year lockout, yeah, um, they brought in the shootout. But I don't like it. I like ties. I don't mind a tie. Why, why? does everyone hate a tie?
0: Yeah, it's weird. I mean, you have ties in pretty much any other sport. You just move on. You have ties in life. You have ties in life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know when things the just, NHL
0: is different to life. <laughs> yeah, when
1: just it comes out, even it's a tie. So I like, yeah, I don't know. They wanted to like make sure there was wins for every game ended in a result for. The the American public, I think it was more like that.
0: Yeah, which obviously NHL seem to do everything for T V these days. I mean it kinda makes sense in a business acumen, but it doesn't I don't know. I mean three like like I said just before, you know, three on three overtime was a great idea. Mm. Why not push that an extra five minutes?
1: What what could you see it going like to ten minutes of Five on five? Yeah, why not? I mean,
0: that should be exciting. And say after that, if it's still, still haven't had decided, decided, fuck it, just call it a night and it's a tie. I mean, and I think by doing that, I think they're going to have to also change the point system mm. uh, and obviously make an, a regulation win worth more.
1: So you're on the three-point? Hell yeah, I'm on the three-point yeah. bandwagon, yeah. See, I'm, I'm on it as well, but then also, can it just be... Can a win just be a win? So I like the way that the NBA do it, where they just have, oh, you and win and you lose. Yeah. So
0: Same with the Major League Baseball.
1: Yeah. So, But I'm, I guess they're never going to have um, a regular season game go for seven overtimes, <laughs> which is, I guess they've got to have some kind of win. So yeah, like a three points for a regulation win. Yeah. Two for a overtime win. Yeah. And then one for an overtime loss. Is that what we're...
0: Yeah, one for an overtime loss and no points if you just lose in regulation. Yeah. So I think that just encourages people to just go out and win.
1: Yeah, because we were watching the Leafs game. Um, no, it wasn't the Leafs game. It was another game that went into overtime. And it was the Leafs game. Yeah, because they, the Hockey in Canada won, lost in a terrible, another shootout. Um, As they do. And my girlfriend couldn't figure out why they weren't attacking at the end when they knew they were kind of going into overtime. And I was like, well, if you get it into overtime, you are guaranteed a point. Whereas if you go for it at the end of regulation, you lose, you get no points.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, even with that new system, people would still be doing that. But I think having that one extra point, you know, they'll know that it's, that's going to be more valuable. So I would hope that it would just encourage teams to not try and, go for overtime to sort of salvage the game but i don't know it's just the shootout i i did used to like it um you know i thought it was a cool little display of skill and everything but i mean now they're getting getting rid of it and like all-star games and everything mm, it's not
1: even in the all-star game yeah. so why is it in a- why is
0: it why is it in the game um one interesting thing i saw was even after so that leafs game you're talking about was against the senators senators won in the shootout but interesting quote came out of that game from Guy Boucher, the head coach of the Ottawa Senators. And he says... The Bond villain. The Bond villain. God, he's got like the best scar in hockey. Yeah.
1: I think it, uh, I read somewhere he got it from a car crash or something.
0: And I was hoping there was like a skate to the face.
1: Or like um, a secret agent killed his family and then he's <laughs> just plotting his revenge through being a coach. Anyway, of an great team. <laughs> great great scar
0: but um this is what Guy boucher had to say uh i never watch shootouts uh this was and again this was said after they won i never watch shootouts i never have two reasons one i hate it i think it's a team game and it should be decided by team play but i understand that the game has got to end <laughs> the other thing too is is I got into the habit of not looking. It makes no difference if I look or not. So I just let the guys do their thing. I used to get involved and talk to the guys, but now I just stay out of it.
1: That's interesting. Cause I did see at the end of that game, they showed the footage of him not looking, uh, when the winning goal was scored and they're like, Oh, he didn't even look. He couldn't bear to look when really he just doesn't give a fuck. And he just doesn't, <laughs> doesn't want to watch.
0: So that's obviously, I think a victory for a team hashtag. No more shootouts. Yeah. That the fact that, you know, because you could say, "Oh yeah, I hate the shootout. I hate the shootout when your team loses." You just seem like a sore loser. But he, his team won, and he hates the shootout. So yeah, like it's a victory for for the hashtag. And I think whenever it happens, whenever there's a shootout, I think people should tweet that hashtag, like mm. I like I do. Always gets a few likes. Guaranteed a few likes. I, I believe you get you get that out there.
1: Yeah, the the Bucci Gross overtime challenge is much more fun than the shootout. Punisher. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, just, I just like seeing, you know, it's such open ice, and it's just so exciting, you know. You've just got a whole lot going on. It's it's so action packed that five minutes. If you extended out a further five minutes, you know, what would surely the games wouldn't go that much longer.
1: No, and you'd because the team, the players, the coaches would I guess be forced to use more of their lineup. At the moment, it's kind of like they can. In five minutes they can cycle through like their top two lines, but any longer I guess you'd be forced to use maybe your third and fourth line like Matt Martin out there.
0: Oh, Matt Martin could bruise on three on yeah. three.
1: Grinding <laughs> up the side. Yeah. Chopping the puck up into a triangle as he comes up the ice.
0: <laughs> he will just be screening the goalie. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> but yeah. Uh definitely I just I feel like we gotta get rid of the shootout. I just, I've had enough of it. I'll, everyone else that I follow on Twitter, all the Junos seem to be hating it. So let's just fucking get rid of it.
1: Jonah Siegel from the Athletic um, and the Canadian Press, I think he I think he works for. He he says he doesn't even watch the shootout. If he's watching a game, and it, and then goes to a shootout. He'll switch over to watch another game, and then check the score later on.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm almost at that point too. I mean, I mute Don Cherry now <laughs> uh, when I watch Hockey Night in Canada. Um, you watched this this week as well, Hockey Night in Canada. Yes, yes, it was I did. a good one.
1: It was, yeah, it was a good game, and um, I enjoyed the uh,
0: despite the shootout, obviously. Yeah,
1: I enjoyed the headlines uh, segment and the, and the second period. There was a there
0: was a really interesting thing in there about the size of goalies uh, in the NHL because obviously. You know, it was all about, as often as on Hockey Night in Canada, or it's all about the Leafs. Yeah. Um, and the Leafs got rid of uh, Jonas Enroth, who was a short goalie.
1: He was a midget.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> let's call him that, sure.
1: And they traded him to the, le- uh, to the Ducks. Yeah, yeah good, dumping ground. Good pick up there.
0: <laughs> Great. We don't, we don't need a dump on that trade uh, two podcasts in a row. But there one interesting thing that came out of uh, that segment on Hockey Night in Canada was just the decline of uh, small goalies in the NHL. Um, It's a really cool stat that I want to read out that they showed. In 1991, there were 73 goalies in the league and 44 of them were under six foot. So that was 60.3%. Five years later in 1996, 77 goalies, 30 of them under six foot. Go to 2001, there's 107 goalies. Why would you think there's a huge jump? Expansion. More teams. Yeah, Yeah, expansion. Um, It's still 30 of them under six foot, but that has now dropped from 39 to 28% in the league. 2006, 84 goalies, uh, only 14 um, shorties in there. And then 2011, 89 goalies, down to 11 under six foot. We're down to 12.4%. And now in the current day NHL, we've got 77 goalies, only four. Only four. Under six foot. That's 5.2%.
1: That is so crazy. I Because I remember when I was like, when we first started watching hockey, it was like John Van Bees, and Mike Vernon, Felix Popman. Yeah, none of those guys are tall. No, nah, they're all like, but they were kind of the best goalies in the league and they were little midgets doing their big like split saves and stuff and now it's just a it's giant be- behemoth that just stands there and ben fills bishop. Lin- yeah fills the
0: net it does
1: have been bishop like he's, he's not so, a good example <laughs> he's so well, not at the moment but when he's on his game he doesn't really even move he just kind of stands there and fills up so much of the net that the puck just hits him straight away
0: yeah even when he's down in the butterfly yeah. that's it's so unfair <laughs> uh, but out of those four goalies the crazy thing is only one of them is currently in the in the nhl which is the Predators backup goalie uh, Yousaros Yousaros like
1: From Lord of the Rings <laughs> That's
0: a good name uh, And the rest of them They're all down in the AHL it's, uh, You've got Halak, Enroth, and Hudobin Who I'm surprised he's still even around
1: Yeah he had a, he had a brief stunt in Anaheim and
0: Well he's mainly with the gulls, I think <laughs> at that time <laughs> But yeah it's just you know The decline there in NHL goalies Been being, being small I mean obviously Old Darren Pang Old Panger was the shortest of them all, four foot
1: two. I still
0: remember uh, when I was a kid. It was like one uh, of the NHL All Star Games, and it was the alumni game, and they had him in goal. and I think they they had him mic'd up. Shit, it was so funny.
1: He is so small.
0: <laughs> I'm glad he stuck around because he's um he's a great personality to have uh, on hockey hockey broadcasts.
1: He's um, yeah, I rem- he, he's, he's such a midget. God, he's small. Like, can you imagine if... Was he... Surely he wasn't still playing when Eric Lindros was playing because that would have just been the Unfair. most unfairest thing ever. He
0: probably quit after seeing Lindros. It's <laughs> like
1: when you used to play those old, uh, like, arcade versions of NHL games where you could, like... Have big heads and Big everything. heads and, yeah. like, massive dudes. And it was like, that was Eric Lindros versus Darren Pang. <laughs> but in real life.
0: Yeah, it's not not really um, fear there. So maybe that's why all the small goalies are going
1: um we were talking we just mentioned john siegel from the athletic yeah now i know you wanted to talk about this and i both of us uh, have subscriptions to the athletic
0: yeah um do you want to s-
1: explain what it is to people who
0: i i do despite the fact that james myrtle shot down my my dreams of working for the athletic because that was
1: a that was a brutal <laughs> that was a brutal tweet it, brutal. Was, <laughs> it was like that simpsons meme of um Ralph Wiggum and his heartbreaking. breaking. And it's like, you could see and, the in slow motion. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, your Bart Simpson just clicking frame by frame, just watching, <laughs> um, as my heart explodes. <laughs> um, yeah, I did tweet out saying, Hey, if you, you know, any, um, any
1: needful video, you know, cause he tweeted saying opportunities. I something. Yeah, yeah, for like contributors
0: yeah. like writers. And I was like, okay, well I, I know that it's a written, primarily you know that's that's their bread and butter they're all about having great writing which is why i love the athletic um i'll get to get on that more in a second but i was like well you know they have one video guy who does like a video coach kind of thing every week and it's really cool but i was like you know what do they want someone to go around and film shit you know i want to go i'd be happy to go back to toronto and work for the athletic and he's like Nah, i just just don't see it happening (laughs)
1: that <laughs> was so brutal i was like oh it wasn't okay. like hey thanks for your uh, submission we'll um have you know maybe not working out this time but i'll, Just get, no. I'll get back to it. it was nope yeah <laughs> nope block <laughs>
0: <laughs> he hasn't blocked me thankfully because i mean i do really like his work um so the whole thing with the athletic it came around um obviously canadian sports media is in a bit of a hard way at the moment um kind of you know New Zealand media has sort of been about the same. You know, you've seen a lot of good people go and you know, it's all about the clickbait. Yeah. It's all about the clickbait. And now you're going to wonder, okay, where, where do all these quality journalists and writers go? And out of that came the athletic. So you got the likes of yeah James Myrtle, who's now the managing, um, no, he's the chief editor. Uh, he was at the globe and mail. And then you've got Dave Alter, um, who's a fantastic writer as well. You know, Those are the main two that I'm I'm really into. I really enjoy their writing. I know there's a bunch of others.
1: Uh, Down Goes Brown. uh,
0: Yeah, he contributes. He still does stuff for Sportsnet. Yeah,
1: he does. does He's very funny. He's a very funny dude.
0: But the thing that I really like about The Athletic is that um, they're very anti-clickbait. You're not going to get any of that shit on The Athletic. Um, you do have to pay. It's a. it's all but well, it's not all behind, behind a paywall now. Like
1: No, there are some free stories, yeah.
0: So I don't know if that's gonna change or that's still gonna stay that way so people get a taster. Um, I guess that's smart to do it that way. Mm. Um, but I mean it's it doesn't even cost that much really to get a subscription. Like it's like,
1: like what six dollars I think my came through on my career, it was like six dollars seventeen or something for yeah, a month.
0: Yeah. And then for an annual subscription, you're looking, you're looking at about $50 New Zealand a year. Um, obviously, they give you a bit of discount if you go yearly instead of monthly. Yeah. Um, and you can even, you can do like gift cards. You can like gift an online subscription, which is pretty cool.
1: Animated video? Uh, <laughs> I
0: haven't done one myself. I feel like, I think one thing that could be cool. Uh, th- ah, yeah, gift. Yeah. No, no. I'll leave that to you. <laughs> you're, you're the gift master. Um, but speaking, gift speaking of gifts... Uh I think it would be cool to actually give away a subscription.
1: That's a good idea. Should yeah. we should we do that for uh, this podcast?
0: Should we do it for this one or for the next one? We've gotta figure out a question.
1: That's a good idea. Maybe we'll tease or we'll tease it in this this one.
0: <laughs> Make you listen to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's
1: almost like cl- clickbait of uh we're clickbaiting an anti clickbait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we well, are. Yeah, um We are so, yeah. We're sorry about that, but we will get, yeah, we'll give one away next week. Um, give one to uh, one of our listeners. Uh, I took a little look at the SoundCloud stats, and I see we get, we've got people from. You know, obviously, New Zealand. We've got a, quite a few listeners uh, in in the USA, which is cool. But in Canada, even Ireland, which is kind of cool.
1: We're gonna have none from Bulgaria after I just ripped them about being pussies. Or,
0: or China, or Iceland. <laughs> <lit.
1: laughs> so, <laughs>
0: but hey, that's okay. You don't want to face the haka. Um,
1: you don't want to listen to us. You don't anyway. want to listen
0: to us. So, yeah, it's probably a good call to be honest. Uh, but yeah, with the athletic, like I said, you know, it's anti-clickbait. Um, it's it's just all about having good, solid writing. It's all you know. They're hard on. They're big on the hashtag fancy stats. They love the analytics, but they they do it in a way that's. It's, it's not. I don't find it alienating.
1: No, it's it's uh, you can as a an, a normal man, not a not a not, analytics not a huge, genius.
0: Yeah, not a mass genius. You can um, follow it. You can
1: understand it, and it, it makes it. Um, it's just a good read yeah it is uh you know and they do a lot
0: of good breakdowns of games and, and and you know they analyze the games um they get some really cool interviews and stuff the the quote i read out before from Giboucher, that that was from the athletic um so got to give credit where credit's due yeah, obviously thank
1: god you finally sourced it because we would have gotten trouble
0: <laughs> well i mean you, you could have probably read that on tsn or Sportsnet or whatever yeah, but i repurposed
1: I, I, it later yeah i but
0: i do love the athletic you love the athletic uh it's, it's a great read and i do hope that it's the death of clickbait sports journalism at least to a degree
1: yeah i think i think the key is it being about sports journalism like i don't i work in an a online media um department i guess and um i think clickbait in a way will, it's how you survive yeah, exactly. Um, so it'll never go away from that kind of mainstream media, pop culture. Um,
0: Not while Buzzfeed still exists. Yeah,
1: listicles and all that kind of stuff. Um, but for like sports, I don't think there's a need to do clickbait in sports. Um, so we'll see, like whether whether it could work here. Like I don't whether we've got the good enough like writers, or we really I don't know if we have that kind of media. I, be- um, I believe we do.
0: I believe we do have the pedigree of writers to do yeah. that kind of thing in New Zealand. Um, yeah, it's just but a. The ma- audience would we It's have- it's a matter of whether New Zealanders are willing to part ways with their dollars because obviously we're quite tight on our wallets.
1: Yeah, and especially when it's for something like I guess rugby and that, where it's just kind of everywhere. Yeah, no one really, you know, like I could
0: read that on the Herald or stuff or News Hub or whatever. And, you know, I'm getting it for free. So why would I pay five dollars a month? I was like, well, I mean, it's it's more the thing with the athletic. I think it's more targeted to the hardcore sports fans. Exactly. The everyday sports fan um, who just wants to know who won or who said this, who said that or what's happening. um, They'll still go to their regular sources or the newspaper if they still read that. Mm. Um, but the thing with The Athletic is that it is it is for the hardcore, and I'm sure there's a lot of hardcore rugby fans, rugby league fans, cricket fans, whatever, who would probably eat that kind of stuff up in New Zealand.
1: Yeah. The thing is I think that it works so well is with – I think it, the way it could work in New Zealand for if we had anyone kind of – why The Athletic might work well in New Zealand is the, the craving for – those American sports and like the American culture and all that kind of thing, which over here, you kind of, you're always chasing after it. Yeah. Whereas, States.
0: Uh, I know the athletic kind of, it started, they did, they were smart and they started in Chicago in the year that the Cubs won and they've expanded to Toronto. And I know they're looking at other markets, but the thing is, is that um, aside from Chicago and Toronto, obviously big, sports markets Mm -hmm. uh i i think they're trying to stay away from the likes of new york and la because they're quite heavily covered already they want to go for the more medium sized markets
1: where they can carve out a little slice of the pie
0: yeah a little niche um and i mean you know the athletic toronto I, i don't follow the chicago one the chicago one's been around for almost a year there was a great article um out recently by forbes Sort of dissecting the whole business model, like why why is this working when most people expect things for free, mm. um, and it, it is all down to the quality of the content. It's got to be really good content for people to be willing to part way part ways with their money these days. Good thing about us and a podcast is that hey, you get this shit for free. It's free, yeah, um, and no, yeah, no complaints there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just. I don't know. The athletic is great. And I mean, I I doubt they'd ever expand internationally. I think they would stay within USA, Canada. Um, but Hey, New Zealand is a market.
1: Hey, you've got a couple of, um, contributors down here, James Myrtle. Yeah. I know you've already said no to one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you obviously don't want me to relocate back to Toronto, but, um, I could cover
1: things here in New Zealand. Yeah. It's a, it's, um, we highly recommend checking it out, and like like you said, you can go and read stories for free at the moment. If you like the taste of it, you'll go and you will see that one that's got a little lock on it, and you'll go, "I can't read it," <laughs> and then you'll pay for it. It's the perfect. Um, it's like when you buy a video game, uh, or you get the you get like the demo, and the demo is free, oh. and then you start like you do your little. I think they did it with NBA Two K Seventeen, so you get you download the demo for free. And you can start your career Oh yeah I played that So you can make your guy and everything And like design him up And start training him and everything And play a couple of college games Or something like that Or
0: You play up, to, you play up until the draft yeah. yeah and
1: then when you want to go And get the draft You have to buy the game mm.
0: Which I haven't done <laughs> <laughs> I mean I was going to wait um, Until it's a lot cheaper Because I mean I like playing basketball games But I mean I'm not going to play them that often i'd rather play nhl NHL or um i play a lot of star wars battlefront um i still play that my girlfriend loves playing it it's really fun to play online
1: see i I got that and then got out of it i just didn't get into it enough and then i got battlefield one
0: yeah i think the thing that people didn't like about star wars battlefront obviously that's going to get confusing because there's obviously battlefield um the thing that people didn't like about star wars was that It didn't have like a campaign mode There was no story mode It was purely all online Mm. There there is offline like kind of like practice modes But to actually really get into the game It's got to be all online Um, But the one good thing about that Is that you, you don't have all the fucking decks That you would get like on Call of Duty online Or whatever chirping you um, unless you're in like a party of people, of like friends or whatever, then you can talk to each other. But if you're just playing a whole bunch of randoms, you're not getting any game chat, which I think is awesome. It's just all about actually playing the game and not just being dicks. Not people that you just killed.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, and taunting everyone. Um, but I, I heard that they're working on a sequel, and this one actually is going to have a story, which is quite
1: cool. So, have you bought the expansion to it, like the, the Battle of? Jakub? I did,
0: I did. I didn't get all the um, expansions straight away, but over Christmas there was a sale, and I think I got them all. I think it was about like seventy percent, seventy percent off. I think I got all the expansions for about thirty bucks when they good. used to be like thirty dollars each. So I got all of them, um, including the latest one, which sort of uh, focuses on Rogue, the final scene in Rogue One. Uh, and when they're in, when they're on scarf Beach, which this is really cool, like really smart idea by you know Lucas Arts to to do that, like put move, it in,
1: put it out at the same time. Yeah, kind of like yeah. a
0: movie tie-in, but you know it's not that kind of thing where you rush out um, a video game to tie in with a movie. And of course, it's terrible. They've just taken a tiny bit and added it to the game, but I mean it's enough to kind of appease people and give them a bit of fun. Um, but yeah, the next one, Battlefront Two is going to have storyline, so that'll be interesting
1: oh yeah that was the one thing that kind of i couldn't get into battlefront Mm. battlefront battlefield battlefront star wars the star Star wars Wars one yeah uh was the campaign (laughs) i do like the campaign i kind of get immersed in the campaign that's what gets me into the game
0: yeah i generally like playing on offline i like playing by
1: myself Mm. (laughs)
0: okay in in a video game uh (laughs) perspective so
1: I, I was milking Sydney Crosby last week, and oh, no, are.
0: no, we're not, we're not getting into that.
1: <laughs> Going back into that, um, I, I last week you were really hungry, yeah, uh, which we had to cut the podcast short because you were about to faint,
0: and um, and I couldn't hear out of my right ear, but like, you got sucked out. I got the suck out,
1: uh, but you also had a terrible incident with Wendy's.
0: I did, I did, um. I, I I'm glad we're uh, we get into this. We're packing a lot into this show. Um, I feel like normally we only go on like maybe three topics, and we're like, oh, we've got this whole other list of stuff.
1: We yeah, we just <laughs> have always kind of um, yeah, we'll get to that next week, and then we never actually do. But um, the tangents, I don't. We get sidetracked by those huge we tangents. We do. I'm like very focused. Today. We are
0: today because we have got to rip through it because um you know surely I I got to go and get ready, and I'm seeing Alexis on fire tonight at the power station.
1: Good Canadian. Canadian band
0: good Ontario Canadian band yep I think uh, a lot of talent comes out of that province
1: I saw uh, um, who's the front who's the front guy his solo project City in Colour yep uh, I saw them when they came and that was really awesome
0: yeah uh, Dallas Green Whoa, guy can sing um, but yeah back to back to Wendy's this is uh, Wendy's Dominion Road um, last weekend um, yeah I was I was getting I was getting Wendy's for lunch uh, for, for work, going through the drive-through, you know, got my order, come back to work, um, you know, I got I got a chicken club combo, and I was really hungry, so I added a bacon cheeseburger as well, like a like a fatty
1: chicken club is my go-to Wendy's it's burger. Good. As well. um, Do you go the spicy? Uh, no, I I just get the original. All right.
0: Um, okay. I think Sarah always subs in for the spicy. Um, and I I get to work, I open up the bag, and there's no fries. I was like, okay, that's weird it's a combo (laughs) there's no fries you got the drink i got the drink and i got i got the two burgers so that was it uh i was like okay so i took a photo of the receipt and everything that i had um you know showing where i got it from and the fact that obviously that the fries were missing um i sent a tweet out to wendy's new zealand and they got back to me a few days later they obviously don't work in the weekend
1: um, social media is always on. What yeah, are you doing, wendy's
0: I know. No, nope, they don't employ someone in the weekend to look after their social media. If you
1: had a great response, you could have been made into a clickbait article on BuzzFeed. <laughs> uh, but
0: the thing is, is they were like, "Oh, yeah, DM us your phone number or email." Well, I'm not giving you my phone number, so I gave them my email. Very soon after, I got a reply from uh, management. I believe their title is district manager so i guess they they look after auckland and it was a really bullshit response it felt like a copy and paste response like it didn't seem very personal or like really applied to my situation or anything and uh, I'll, I'll read it out to you first and then i i want to know what you think okay okay dear logan thank you now look, i i copy this exactly so if the grammar is fucked that's on them dear logan thank you taking the time to contact us there you go already (laughs) firstly please accept our apologies for your recent experience at wendy's dom road that's dominion road we always strive to deliver fast friendly and accurate service and to do our best to guarantee that each visit you make is a pleasant one okay however on this occasion we have let you down i can let you know your feedback has been passed to the store management and crew for their attention We believe that feedback is important and understanding how and when we have failed our customer is vital to us improving our service. As a valued customer, please do accept our apologies for any inconvenience caused.
1: See, now to me, it seems like they've replaced insert name here. Store name. Yep. With Logan and Dom Road and then send email.
0: Yeah. And then like not even a hey you know really sorry that you know you didn't You're get what you your fries didn't get what you paid for here's a voucher or something
1: Also, no even no compensation no, no just <sighs> that's a jerk move
0: exactly That's see that's why i think it's bullshit like i i get the copy and paste response because they're probably really busy i also imagine they probably get quite a lot of complaints um which, you know, really surprised me because, you know, that Winnie's in particular is normally really good.
1: Just chucking a voucher doesn't cost you anything. It probably costs you less than the power it took to power write, the write, computer to write the email. <laughs> the man, Like the man hours to write that email.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the very first time. It's it's so carefully crafted.
1: Mm, except for the thank you.
0: And and the poor grammar.
1: Yeah, the poor grammar at yeah. the start.
0: Um, and I just, you know, just a little bit disappointed. I mean... Yeah, I probably could have done without the fries. But, I mean, beside the the fact... It's not
1: their choice. It's not their choice to make.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, I didn't get what I paid for. And, you know, it's it's kind of a bit shitty that even after calling them out on it, that they just gave me that kind of response. Um, I haven't replied back to them yet. But I kind of felt like just saying, you know, thanks for this copy and paste response. No, it doesn't really help. You know, the least you could have done was i don't know try reimburse me in some way again it's probably like i don't know like a dollar two dollars so really it's it's more about the principle of the matter um there's another thing uh it's just sort of while we're on this whole burger tangent um you know wendy's is kind of like the middle ground of i guess quality of burgers here and I would say in New Zealand Burger Fuel is kind of king. Would you call that? You know, it's not Burger King. Burger Fuel is the king of burgers in New Zealand.
1: It's uh, a hard one. I guess if you were saying franchise, yeah, for
0: a chain, they're probably yeah, they're, chain. Yeah, they're okay. probably up, up there. The thing is, is they decided uh, recently is to tinker their menu a little bit. And I don't think they've done that in quite a while. And it seemed to have um, upset a lot of people. In particular, one of the original burgers, the sea and cheese, which is kind of my go-to. That's just basically like a massive
1: cheeseburger, right?
0: Yeah, it's just a yep. big cheeseburger with melted cheddar. Uh, but they also sprinkle uh, parmesan on top, which right. just kind of adds to it. It's really nice. Um, and, you know, it's just lettuce, tomato, and the awesome, awesome aioli on top. But now they've decided to get a little bit too fancy with it. Um, and you know, they've added more cheese with, uh, God, what do you call it? It's just, they've tried to get way too fancy on the press release. You know, they're adding in, um, fromage Antoine, um, because that is French for three cheeses. Right. Yeah. So ch- chill out there, Burger Fuel. I
1: mean, you know, you're not, um, <laughs> you're not a French delicacy. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. They're kind of, they're kind of chasing the, um, the, they've gone, you know what they've done? They've done the whole Spates craft beer thing.
0: Yeah, they're trying to go for a different market now. Yeah. And uh, I don't think it's a market that Burger Fuel should really be chasing. Um, obviously, you know, we joked about sponsorship last week. We're obviously never getting sponsorship from Burger Fuel. But hey, that's fine. Probably
1: more chance for that than Wendy's. Oh, after. yeah. I mean, Wendy's, you can go
0: fuck yourself. Um, but the thing is, is that they've made these changes to the C&C's and they have also upped the price. Um, by a considerable amount, I think probably almost two dollars. So it was one of the cheaper bur- like out of their bigger burgers, it was one of the cheaper ones on the menu. I think it was like ten dollars ninety. Um and now I think it's like twelve fifty or something like that. Um so why didn't they just make a new burger with these And call it something else? Yeah. Yeah. The Fromage. And, and and so this, you know, I've seen on their Facebook people complaining and um Facebook called you know, I mean on their Facebook Burger Fuel will just be like well you can sub it out and kind of like remake the original but even by doing so and also you can only do that like online like on the app and stuff you can't do that in store which is bizarre um but you don't get a discount you don't get the original price of a cheese by cutting out that extra t- cheese bullshit and taking out the fancy truffle aioli and they've also added marzipan like are you just just too much just calm down because you're too many ingredients okay on a cheeseburger and what they needed to do was yeah have both I mean you know and call it a different name and, and but they, so they have this bullshit about the
1: Frenchie ha- fuck cheeseburger yeah a, hang on <laughs> no that didn't that's that would probably no one would buy that if it was called that
0: but uh, just call it the fromage en toi. I mean I'm sure someone would buy that I wouldn't <laughs> I like I like french like I, I love france and paris like i went there um last year and i enjoyed it a hell of a lot more than i thought i would like each passing day i liked paris more and more probably couldn't live there unless i learned french obviously but you know it's a, it's a cool city and burger fuel you just you're alienating a huge core of your um fan base. Know your lane, burger Fuel. Know your lane. <laughs> stay in your lane. <laughs> yeah, and uh, stay in it. <laughs> uh yeah, I just I just feel like you're ripping off them, um, you know, your faithful loyal customers by you know, saying, "Hey, you can re- replicate the burger, but you know, you're not going to get any discount for it."
1: It's like a It's kind um, of
0: a bit cheeky, I think.
1: It's like a good pop-punk band tries to make a alternative prog rock double album. <laughs> Who's done that? Uh, I believe his name was uh, Tom DeLonge of uh,
0: Angels and Airways. Oh, okay. When, yeah, so we're, we're back, back yeah. to the Tom DeLonge. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you get any feedback on the, your singing there from last
1: week? Uh, no, no, no. Everyone who knows me would just be already sick of that anyway. <laughs> That's fair.
0: Um, no, I I love goalies, so I just kind of want to get back to that for a moment. Um I love goalies, but this is, this is one thing that kind of annoys me at the moment. Um, The other day, Cam Ward just decided to sucker punch Patrick Hornquist uh, after he crashed the net. And I did see that. Yeah, sure. The the hurricanes were down six nil at the time. You're going to be pissed off that you're getting spanked like that. Um, And I think in one of the replays, it looked like a Hornquist's helmet hit uh, Cam Ward's mask. So he's probably flared up and he's like, oh, you know, who, who got me? You know, oh, not you, patch. Fuck you, you know. And it's just like trying to lay him out. But, I mean, what is the point in that? And he only got a two-minute roughing penalty for it.
1: And this is this is after Carey Price almost murdered Kyle Palmieri. And, well,
0: I mean, he, he just kept trying to kidney punch him.
1: Yeah. He went, <laughs> he went for the head first and then just started rabbit punching him.
0: Uh, but, like, and, and again... Crashing the net, and it's that's just part of the game.
1: And like, it's not like you can really just drop the gloves, rip the goalie's helmet off, and start pummeling him. No, uh,
0: and there was it was, I think it was during uh, it was during the Kane Ward one, uh, where no, actually, it might have been Carrie, no, it was the Carrie Price fight where uh, Ben Lovejoy then came in after Carrie Price to defend Kyle Palmari, and then the The commentators were like oh you can't do that you can't go after a team's goalie like that you're just gonna you know you're gonna get a world of hurt and i'm like but <laughs> he started it he started it once he once you start throwing those punches man you are fair game
1: yeah that's that's an interesting thing like goalies are very protected and they should be they're kind of the quarterbacks of Well, yeah, they are
0: protected like a kicker or a quarterback in the NFL, but, you know... If you start
1: something, you should be able to... um, Yeah. You
0: shouldn't be allowed to get away with with murder um, as such.
1: The other thing about Carey Price that annoys me is he knows perfectly how to draw a goaltender interference penalty (laughs) for goals. Are
0: you you calling him a a bit of a flopper?
1: Not a flopper. He just knows... He knows how to initiate, like, go into someone so it looks like they've...
0: So you say he's the uh, Nazim Kadri of goalies?
1: Yeah, he knows how, to, he draw knows how to, to draw a penalty. Okay, that's interesting. I
0: I, pro- I don't watch the Canadians the Canadians enough to really notice that. But I like
1: to hate watch the Canadians. <laughs> yeah, you watch the Canadians?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, because of Andrew Shaw?
1: No, I like I like Andrew Shaw. I just it's like oh, I don't know what it is. It's oh that team is just so annoying and they. Goal song is the gotta be the most annoying one ever.
0: <laughs> Sorry, you got annoyed uh, when we we're doing the NHL challenge last yeah, week. Yeah,
1: I scored a goal and I got annoyed playing as the <laughs> Canadians, having to listen to it. But
0: I, the thing is, is I think we're setting um, a dangerous precedent here. Um, you let Carey Price get away with it. You know, he got two separate uh, roughing minors for that incident, but that was it. You know, there was no subsequent suspension from the NHL Department of Player Safety, and then again. With, uh, with the Kane Ward incident, you know, all he got was a two-minute roughing penalty. That was it. Um, there's been no suspension. It's just kind of been swept under the rug. And and what I got to wonder is, like, is this a bad season for um, that department for NHL player safety?
1: They haven't really had a good good run on things. No. I feel like they've dropped the ball a little bit. They need to... Um, yeah, it's... They were suspending people in the preseason, mm. and then as soon as they got into the regular season, they just, i oh, will just give them a fine.
0: I feel like they were a lot better when uh, Brendan Shanahan was around. Yeah, he used Sh- to make. Shanahan. Su- he
1: used to make those sweet videos. <laughs> Who's it now? Is it Burke? Uh Patrick Burke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't as good as Shanahan. Shanahan no, just-
0: he put on a show. They were great. Um. But yeah, I just, I feel like, cause you know, uh, looking in the NHL rule book, it states, you know, that a match penalty can be, can be awarded if in the judgment of a referee, um, a goalie uses his blocking glove to punch an opponent in the head or face in an attempt to deliberately injure that opponent.
1: When are you punching someone not to deliberately injure them? Like, <laughs> and
0: especially, especially in that kind of fashion when you're, you're obviously retaliating.
1: Yeah. You're standing over someone punching them.
0: Yeah. I hope this doesn't hurt you, because <clears throat> <laughs> y- you're not doing it to defend yourself. No, he's not coming after you. He's down on the ground. He's on the ice. He's not flailing arms at you. And I just, I just hope we don't see it again this season. And if we do, I hope that something becomes of it. And it's you know, there's something I want to touch on um, in an, in another podcast where we do a little bit of research and stuff uh, is. You know, you can see now in the NHL that refs are actively trying to stop fights from happening. But they're letting goalies get away with whatever they want. And I kind of feel like you kind of can't do that. Mm. You need to change things a bit there. So let's let's stop. So let goalies fight? No, let's stop the goalie (laughs) bullshit and let's get rid of the shootout. I think that's two things that can hopefully come out of the uh, GM meetings in the off season. That would be good. It would be really good. Um, but yeah, goalies, you're pissing me off.
1: Now, um, next week, we're going to do some awards. We are and mid-season
0: awards because you know not like every other fucking hockey <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> but we'll do it. A, we're going to do it a bit differently. So we're not going to have your typical punishing jack adams or
0: yeah we don't care about that
1: or all those other kind of shit ones we're gonna do some
0: we'll do some fun ones some different ones yeah Yeah. some random ones um but yeah that'll be next week and the last thing i kind of want to talk before we before we wrap things up is the amazon oilers um they swept the uh battle of alberta this weekend or this past weekend and what i that makes me wonder now is um Are they contenders for the cup?
1: I think any team that has McDavid in it, a healthy McDavid, gives you a chance. Yeah.
0: He he is just that good. Do you reckon they would have had a chance last year if they had a full season on McDavid?
1: Uh, They might have got in the playoffs.
0: A bomb out first round.
1: Yeah. But this year...
0: Oh, because they didn't have the goaltending last year, did they? They were a bit.
1: Yeah, they had Talbot, but he wasn't playing as good as what he is playing this year. All star level, which he should have been an all star. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd, you can't. How can you go? How can you? How can you go against him? Look at what he does every game. He's he's
0: it's ridiculous. He's so
1: good, and that overtime goal he scored against Florida was just like. He is so good. <laughs> Well,
0: I mean, I did a little look, in, a look at what the uh, TAB are thinking as far as contenders go. And they obviously don't seem to think that the Oilers are contenders. They've got... Um, the TAB have the Oilers, the Oilers down at $21 to the dollar for them winning.
1: $21?
0: Yeah. So if you put a cheeky $10 on that and they won the cup, you get 210
1: bucks, my friend. I think that's quite a smart bet. See, I put I, at the start of the season, I put uh, ten dollars on the Washington Capitals.
0: Do you remember what the um, what the odds were on that one at the time?
1: I it was like they were paying nine dollars, I think.
0: So yeah. See, I, I assume they probably reward you a little more for for doing it right at the start of the season. <laughs> yeah. Things have up, changed a little bit, and I, I think th- you've only got maybe another month to lay down a bit. Um, but right now the Capitals are still the favorites at $7.50.
1: Right. Yeah. So when I, I think when I started, Penguins were the favorite, which is ridiculous because no one ever repeats. And then it was another team. I don't know. I
0: think that they, they possibly could this year.
1: If anyone could this year, it would be,
0: it would be that team.
1: It would be the Penguins. Um, yeah. $9 for, so I put $10 on that and I get a little $90 win for whether the capital tool or not, I'm not too sure.
0: I mean, I that would be a great way to sort of cap off the year with um, Ovechkin getting his his thousand points if he did finally get the cup
1: as well. What are the uh, What are the other teams? What have they got? Columbus at
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the Blue Jackets and the Minnesota Wild are next in the line in the TAB odds at eight dollars.
1: See, that's coming from people who don't know hockey and have they just, just seen...
0: They, they're looking at, they look at the standings. Yeah, they look at the standings And see, this, is, this has changed streaks. already from the weekend. Um, back in, in the weekend, I think the Blue Jackets were the favourites um, and the Capitals were back a bit and now they've moved the Caps up. And then after them, you've got the Canadians at 850.
1: Hmm.
0: It's kind of a safe bet. Obviously, it's, it's no different to you putting the bet on the Caps. And then you've got the penguins and the blackhawks at nine dollars. You've got the rangers at thirteen dollars, which is a waste of money.
1: It's a massive waste of money. Henrik Lundqvist is done. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah, that team needs to start rebuilding ASAP. And you got the sharks at fifteen dollars, which
1: I mean that's that's not bad. Yeah, it's if any year they were gonna do it, it would be this year. It has to be this year. With Thornton and Marlowe and everything going to the finals last year, mm. it's usually that thing where the team goes, loses in the final, and then the next year they come back. Comes back.
0: Although that didn't really work out for the Tampa Bay Lightning.
1: <laughs> they should trade for uh, Jerome Ginla.
0: San Jose, should. yeah.
1: To do but the they've Bork got too thing. many
0: they've got too many vets. Do the if Ray they Bork Bork do that
1: final thing before he uh, retires.
0: I I don't think I don't really think San Jose would do that. I feel like they're they're doing it for Joe. True and, all, and and Patrick as well, but uh, primarily for Joe, doing it doing it for old Beardo there. Old know? Beardo, old Beardo, old Chewbacca. He <laughs> <laughs> ain't Chewbacca. Mm.
1: Chewbacca's got nothing
0: on you. Brrr. Thanks, Brent. And um, after the after the Sharks, you've got the Ducks at eighteen dollars. Mm, eighteen dollars. Okay. Also, not a bad bid. Um, so I I reckon the Ducks or the Oilers are a smart bid if you want to, you know, put to... $10 on I wouldn't go too crazy On the amount of money You put on But I mean If you put on $10 And you you bet on the Ducks Or the Oilers And they won the thing yeah, You're coming away With a bit of a return But you know If you don't win I mean You know Did you miss that $10 Probably not No. Nah.
1: What two, are, what are the uh, What are the Leafs
0: <laughs> Well The Leafs Are on par With the Canucks At $41 oh. Which is a bit mean TAB I feel like the Leafs Have more of a chance Than the Canucks
1: yeah that's um that's grim when your team is at the same level as anything to do with the canucks
0: (laughs) (laughs) and that is uh as far as levels with the Leafs and the canucks that's probably about the only thing because really uh and that's the funny thing i find with the tab is that um and it's been that way for years i don't know if anyone there really knows american sport there probably is someone but i don't know i just i feel like you can kind of play the system a little bit get some wins get some wins get some easy wins in there you know not every time but i feel like if you are smart about it i was, I was gutted because i said to you um, yeah you did i said oh i, I kind of want to put money on the rangers beating toronto i feel like the leafs are due to be leafy and um just blow it in a game
1: mm, and they were playing at home they were playing at home and then the, the TAB, rangers were paying two dollars
0: yeah the tab had uh the the Toronto Maple Leafs as the favorites and I, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I I didn't go with my gut feeling and, um, you know, I could have come away with the, with the cheeky 20, but oh well. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where the TAB are at. As far as, um, Stanley cup contenders go. I, I, I do think that the Oilers are a smart bit. Not, not to, I I don't really believe that they're going to win the
1: thing, but smart bit to make some money. Yeah,
0: exactly. And they could surprise us, you know? They really could surprise us this year.
1: It would be it'd be good to see the Oilers and the Flames play in the playoffs. Oh.
0: Well, wow. just imagine if it was like uh, just dreaming here like an all Canadian Stanley Cup final. Like the Oilers versus say the Canadians this year. That would be I mean, it'd be awesome for Canada. I feel like NBC are just going to cry about it. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be like, we don't even want it. Just give it to the NHL network. They'd
1: be like, Gary said Chicago was going to get in. What's happening? (laughs) We are owed to Chicago in the finals.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, you know, no Vetchkin, no Crosby, no Taves and Kane. Um, NBC wouldn't know what to do with themselves.
1: It'd be like a... No, I think what would be worse for them would be... um, Nashville versus Florida. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Two small markets.
1: Southern American.
0: Although they would ride the PK, oh yeah, big time.
1: But the uh, the Canadians would Canadian teams wouldn't uh, network wouldn't care. No, I I feel like sportsnet
0: and stuff would be. I think they'd all rally behind PK.
1: PK. Yeah, and the Canadian montreal town would well, get behind him as well
0: yeah um and i guess outside of montreal they all kind of want to see if maybe montreal made the wrong decision by trading them.
1: <laughs> yeah a lot of people are waiting to say i told you so on that one
0: exactly uh i reckon sportsnet are one of them <laughs> <laughs> i know steve dangle probably is <laughs> yeah there's a
1: few few people at that um organization that are, have blogs already written waiting to
0: press press send yeah yeah um that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty much it, uh, for Puck Year this, this week. Um, I think we, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but episode one and episode three were the exact same duration. I did notice that. I yeah.
1: It was one of those train spotting, creepy kind of things that you Yeah. Noticed.
0: I thought that was kind of cool.
1: <laughs> so now this, this episode has to be exactly the same time as the second one.
0: Well, We've already blown that out, unfortunately. Okay. Um, cause that was, that was under, under an hour. Um, but that, that's fine. Um, I hope that, uh, for you for you that are listening you know we really appreciate that you actually are listening you know whether you're subscribing on itunes or listening on soundcloud um you know it means a lot to us that you're listening we we want to hear from you we get a bit of feedback from on our facebook and stuff um, and our, we
1: got our first dick pic as well yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: we <We're, laughs> kind of yeah it was dick cheney um so not quite a dick pic but uh, still counts but still counts very very clever very clever of you John. um so yeah our gmail is looking a bit looking a bit quiet um so if you want to send us an email i don't know maybe you know a bit of hate mail or you want to rant or you know if there's something you like or maybe there's something you want to hear us talk about or or whatever really um that's puckierpodcast at gmail.com and you know our social media is at puckierpodcast for everything you know twitter facebook and instagram um you know start following us on that shit you know our facebook's looking healthy but uh i feel like our twitter and instagram could maybe do a little bit of a
1: boost come and like us
0: come and like us because we're obviously desperate (laughs) we want friends we want to be your friend we want to talk hockey uh because obviously we well like like it says at the start of the show we're new zealand's hockey podcast this is for you new zealand and while we do appreciate that obviously the, the australians americans canadians Uh, people in the uk whoever are listening we really appreciate it we we want to give you a voice because the mainstream media doesn't always give hockey a voice in this country uh, and it deserves one so that's what we're here for um but yeah you know tell your friends rate us review us on itunes yeah help bump us up the the push, chance. Us up,
1: push us up past the uh, the Bill Simmons podcast again. <laughs> so we can screenshot that and send it to him.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, like you'd even look at that. It'd <laughs> be like, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> um although we are then um, you know, because you know how when like radio survey ratings come out, and despite the fact that say one network is Oh, we're number
1: one. Yeah. yeah.
0: Everyone says we're number one, but it's number one in like this demographic or something. Well, we can kinda of jump on that too. We're the number one hockey podcast in New Zealand.
1: Exactly. For males uh, Not just everyone. 49. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if iTunes deals <laughs> breaks, and it, down like breaks down. it down like that. But um, as far as the sports podcast charts go, we're the number one hockey podcast, which is pretty sweet. Obviously, we've been dominated by rugby, cricket and basketball, but I can't compete with Stephen Adams.
1: No. <laughs> the Thunder Buddies podcast is yeah. just nailing it (laughs) yeah
0: they are and um yeah but being the number one hockey podcast that's pretty sweet uh and you know it kind of surprised me actually but hey um just yeah we we want to hear from you guys you know we want feedback you know we want to get better at this um and you know we really want to help this is this is kind of like our way of helping to grow the game i guess
1: we'll give it it's like us doing um the community service that amelia Westerviz does and Champions, the first Mighty Ducks I love movie. the
0: words keep throwing it back to the Mighty Ducks movies.
1: <sighs> it's New Zealand, that's the reference. That's what everyone gets.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely I kind of want to do like a marathon where we watch all three. I think that'd be pretty cool.
1: That's a great idea.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe down the line. Um but yeah, next week we'll be uh, we'll be talking about um well we'll be giving away a subscription to the athletic. Um I'm not sure I and the cool thing with that is if you get a subscription you access the whole site. So it's not just Toronto, you get the Chicago stuff and then once they expand, um, you, you'll still get all the other good stuff as well.
1: Yeah. And it's not just the Leafs, it's like the Raptors and the, the Blue, Blue Jays, Jays Toronto FC. The
0: yeah. they, they don't give a shit about the Toronto Argonauts, but really, I mean, who does? <laughs> um, <laughs> I just see if, uh, even the NFL, I, I'm kind of over that now. Um, I used to be a huge Green Bay Packers fan. I see that they didn't make it through the Super Bowl this year, but eh that's that's uh, another sport yeah. with an overball
1: hockey in the winter and baseball in the summer
0: yeah that's that's me and obviously that's you too um but yeah thanks thanks for listening we'll be back next week every tuesday that's what we do and um yeah that's us chewbacca's got
1: nothing on you
0: puck here, it's new zealand's hockey podcast subscribe on itunes soundcloud or with your favorite podcatcher. Follow the guys on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Puck Here Podcast.